breath in and a deep breath out. Welcome again to the Mindfulness Podcast. Here, Lele, one of your hosts, and this time we also have a mindful Pat. Ciao, Pat. Hello. Hello. Um, so, Pat, bring uh, bring us in the world of uh, mindfulness at Kindrill, and uh, what are the news from from your area? Um, as always, lots lots going on. But I, three things that I wanted to highlight today is <clears throat> one: we've been uh, training our facilitators and. Mm-hmm. Uh, rolling out the Kindrel Way, the manager enablement series. So we're training 6,000 managers, the Kindrel oh, Way, and, and mindfulness is a component of that. So that's been really fun. And, you know, they're getting mindfulness is being spotlighted, uh, which, is, which is always nice to see and in the big newsletters and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing is we're next week, we're submitting our first self-page paced online course it's mm-hmm. like our first badge for review from hr learning to see how much it's going to take and we'll slowly start working on that and Yanis um, kovac has been helping me a lot with that uh, mm-hmm. former guest and an ibmer as well mm-hmm. and the last thing that i'll say is uh, please enroll in our three week and our eight week programs happening in july starting in july um and august september we have four half day practices so if you want to jump in for a five hour kind of mini retreat practice uh, there'll be four different days you can choose from for that that's uh, kind of the biggest things from my side nice. thank you how's uh how's ibm well ibm um is um uh, i mean we f- we started uh, we finished actually the the uh, supervisors uh, train the trainer experience so uh, the first part right the, this week there is the because you know depending so not everybody could join the, the first uh, right. week so uh, we have uh, we will another week is this one and next week is as well the another opportunity for uh, who is already willing to become supervisor to get trained, right? So we had uh, particularly for practice because, you know, the theory is easy to read it, but it's learning to lead the practice is that's the most, the hardest of the things, right? Mm. So people are invited to come and to um, try to lead the practice to each other and then provide feedback uh, about how they experience the practice, right? And this feedback is, you know, I don't think many people came to me and said, you know, Lele, um, uh, you know, when you do this practice, it's not good enough, right? Maybe you should speak louder or you should, you know, explain better. And in a mindfulness environment, it's very hard to do it on the spot because, you know, you break the practice in the middle and say, I'm sorry, I didn't understand what you said, right? (laughs) It's never going to happen, right? So it's actually good to have the opportunities only for training that and to perfectioning the way how we guide experience to others, right? So that's, that's, that's what happens. And then of course, we are, we plan to in the, in July to have a session to improve this, the MBC experience. So where we will basically meet every participant, inviting everyone, not only the supervisor, but also the one that participated and got the badge, even if you didn't got the badge, but they just, they're still there in process. Um, and then we are going to start the new experience in September, November. So, uh, in August is going to be creating the, um, the new cohorts and bring them forward. Right? So mostly that's uh, that the news. And then I'm waiting for kicking off as well with you and uh, the folks in, in Kindrila, uh, an idea of summit 
yes. that is going to happen for sure. I mean, the tradition is the third week of October since it's the mental health month. Uh, so I think that orientatively is going to be the, the time, right? If it's one week or one day or three days, we don't know yet, but we should start um, in, in July the, um, you know, the, the teamwork and the, pro the project work and then moving on. Um, uh, so if you are listening and you would like to really take part in organizing the summit, that is like the best uh, week in the year in both companies for celebrating uh, mindfulness as such and the importance of it, then let us know because we are going to definitely may bring you in the loop so that you can cooperate and uh, make it happen, right? Maybe bring the guests you want or bring the topics you really want or the practice you care of and so on. So that's it. Uh, now, time for our guest. So Malini is already here with us, uh, directly from Bangalore, India, and directly from IBM, in, and one of the supervisors that uh, beautifully, she led a cohort just as well, just, that just finished in the MBC. Uh, Malini, thank you for being here with us in the Mindfulness Podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Lily. Good to, good to connect, Malini. So if you can um, in, enlighten Lele and I and our listeners to, to your journey, how, how did you start getting involved or interested in, in mindfulness? Mm -hmm. yeah. so my uh, journey uh, with <laughs> mindfulness, the starting point was, uh, you know, when I, um, during a personal crisis, I was finding it very hard to manage myself, manage my emotions, manage my mind. And at that time, when I was kind of uh, battling my inner self, uh, I decided to go for a meditation retreat, a 10-day meditation retreat, Vipassana, um, at uh, one of the centers in Maharashtra, one of the states. Uh, it's the International Vipassana Center. That's where my journey started. And uh, I, I, I must say that uh, the first few years, I was more uh, diligent and sincere in my regular practice uh, of meditation. And uh, somewhere along the way, uh, you know, with ups and downs and, you know, a lot happening on the profession front, personal front, uh, my practice, you know, weakened. Uh, and then from time to time, maybe four or five years down the line, I would go back for a retreat. And the first year I would do well. Um, and then again, I see, you know, the practice kind of uh, regular practice weakens. So I think about uh, four years back when I came across the mindfulness at IBM community here at IBM, I was delighted. And I joined some of the sessions which Patrick, you were leading and a lot of sessions that were happening. And I found it easier to integrate it into my daily uh, work life. Um, and uh, of course, the journey continues. There are, uh, you know, it varies from day to day, you know, how mindful we are. That's where I am now. It's, um, it's interesting that, that you, uh, well, first of all, uh, a very kind of deep dive into, into meditation by jumping mm -hmm. in a 10-day in a silent retreat. So I'm curious to, to, to learn more about that experience. But the, the the second thing, kind of the the difference, or or why you were saying it's easier to integrate 
you know, mindfulness into every day, whereas for that meditation stuff, it was more difficult or it took more time. See, meditate, you rightly, uh, you know, Ponte, it's not easy to just deep dive into a 10-day silent retreat. You need to have some kind of a background or inclination. So I was someone probably uh, unconsciously, I did, uh, you know, uh, meditate for short uh, durations of time at different periods in my life. And that's how it was easier for me, uh, you know, uh, to take the 10-day retreat. And why I say mindfulness is easier is because, you know, when you think of meditation, of course, meditation, again, does not necessarily mean that you have to be cut off from everything and be sitting silently. Uh, you know, anything you do can also be a meditative experience, right? And uh, there is some, some amount of, uh, if you see between meditation and mindfulness, uh, you know, while we can define it, uh, make some distinctions, but they also kind of, you know, a lot of commonality between them. How I find uh, mindfulness easier is because, you know, most of us working, especially in the IT industry, have a very hectic schedule, you know, as we start our work day and, you know, it goes into long hours. And again, we are trying to also manage uh, our personal lives. Uh, so when there's so much happening and you can't really take your time away from what you're doing, you may be in a meeting, you may be in a group discussion, uh, you may be writing out reports, um, uh, and, and at different points in time, um, either on a good day you may be feeling uh, calm, balanced, but uh, most of the days it's not necessarily so. So, you know, when you feel the pressure or you're feeling stressed or, you know, your mood's upset, uh, I find it easier to, you know, kind of uh, pull myself back uh, and uh, bring mindful presence, uh, you know, into the moment. And suddenly, you know, uh, what seemed difficult to handle uh, becomes easier. Um, and what is what? And I think what's motivating, or rather, uh, more encouraging, there is when I am able to you know, kind of um, get into a mindful presence for myself, I see the response of others around me change. So especially uh, I have observed this in difficult situations. Uh, you know, it could be with the team or when we're working on a, a really uh, tight uh, deadline or things are not working out, difficult stakeholders. Uh, you know, you feel, oh, it, it's it's a crazy day. Everything's going, you know, in all directions. And then suddenly you just pause. You, you just take a deep breath. And, you know, and as you become more mindful about what's happening within you and around you, uh, suddenly you feel that, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, uh, you, you just accept it and move forward. Uh, so definitely it's helped me, uh, you know, it's definitely helped uh, to integrate better in the professional life and I would say even in personal life. But the, the simplest, the simpler part doesn't mean that it's uh, easier to. No, to adopt, not at right? all. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, there are, you know, uh, there are layers and layers of it in terms of the depth to which uh, you can go. So I think each of us start uh, at the really, you know, kind of outer mm. surface or a superficial level and try to work a ways uh, deeper and it can vary from day to day and even you know within the day uh, you know depending on our own state of being uh, you know how uh, uh, deeply we can be mindful or mm -hmm. at least but when you know that we're upset or things are not working out and uh, things are getting out of hand 
just you know uh, moving uh, our attention in the mindful direction helps us to kind of uh, slowly uh, you know kind of gain uh, i would say be more accepting of whatever uh, uh, is coming our way and uh, uh, that's where i feel that uh, we are able to more constructively tap our energy in a positive direction um uh, you know uh, definitely it kind of uh, helps us uh, i've seen kind of not kind of spiral into a negative mode uh, and uh, try to pull ourselves maybe first to a neutral state and then move a little more in the positive direction and a sense of um, also a lot of times you feel a kind of heaviness it could be you know even in the physical sense uh, you know with your body or uh, in mind um so 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 so, so you can you, you i think there's also a lot of over a period of time you start uh, you know kind of recognizing these subtle variations that are happening within you at uh, the level of mind as well as physical body and i think somewhere mm. becoming aware uh, gives a sense of uh, you know lightness uh, you start kind of feeling uh, like uh, much lighter yeah. until you you don't recognize it anymore i mean that becomes so um kind of part of the reality that uh, it's hard to go back, right? And say, okay, how was it before, right? And did I really notice this? Or could I have done it before? Or it's just now? So that's a big question mark, right, from a mindfulness practitioner usually. Yes. I, I, somewhere I think it has helped me to... Uh, uh you know grow in my openness mm -hmm. all of us come with our set of conditioning and you know a lot of things especially a lot of things i have a teenage daughter so when i look at that uh we're all conditioned based on our upbringing and whatever exposures we've had during our growing up years and previously i found it very hard uh in terms of her responses uh, to you know you know some of the things i said or expected but uh, somewhere i think i'm opening up much more uh, you know my mind in terms of being open to her views mm -hmm. so similarly at workplace a lot of times you know we may have very different views uh, it's okay to have different views but a lot of times we get stuck with our view our view is the right view mm -hmm. uh, you attached to it that you know you almost feel uh, like uh, you know if somebody is not uh, kind of accepting it or giving credence to it you feel almost hurt that you know you're being ignored or your you know views are being neglected but mm -hmm. now uh, i think uh, with mindfulness it it helps okay maybe maybe why not you know you look at the other person's point of view as why not maybe that's another way of uh, uh, looking at things that's another approach uh, so it is helping helping to kind of uh, broaden the um, mindset uh of course we are all uh, still kind of learning and uh, each day is different we mm. kind of uh, <laughs> each day is different some days we handle it better some days we don't uh, you know we are all learning and growing and what is your um experience um like with like in this case how do you like if if i'm listening right and understand to understand okay how do i then bring mindfulness right into my days right what uh what's your way of being mindful uh for instance let's take a very common example for meeting a team mm -hmm. meeting 
you know, a lot of times when there's a discussion on, especially if it's a topic which we feel passionate about or we have some strong views, we want to jump in. We want to be the first to share. And uh, we, our mind is shut off from what others are saying. We are not able to kind of really listen to it, you know, uh, completely, uh, you know, with a deep, uh, with, with a clear understanding because we're so caught up in a mind. But, you know, when I, when we try to bring a mindful presence, there's a certain space you feel, a space for yourself and for others. Uh, you are giving others the space, you have the patience to give others the space to air their views and then kind of, you know, uh, present your views as well. Uh, again, with an openness, uh, trying to consider both points of view. That's, you know, in a common day example at work, I would say uh, that's been a significant uh, difference uh, that I see. And also as I see some of the team members or colleagues, uh, you know, being more mindful, I see that there is uh, more uh, uh, openness and ease of working with each other. Uh, even somewhere, I would say, uh, you know, slowly a building uh, of better trust amongst uh, each other uh, and uh, it has definitely helped in the relationship building uh, over a period of time uh, yeah so, so by, by creating that space are you talking about slowing slowing things down or physically kind of creating space or saying you know i'm gonna pause right now or i'm gonna bring my attention to something else that's a good question pat um, it can be both. Uh, for instance, uh, the times when, uh, you know, if I feel that I'm getting um, a little emotional about the issue uh, at mm. hand, uh, then I say, I, I say, let me pause, let me, you know, kind of sit, you know, kind of let me stop uh, speaking and just listen, take a deep breath, you know, change my posture, maybe stand up or sit, whatever, change my posture, have that, uh, focus on my breath. Uh, you know, so try. I try to put myself at physical ease first, and then you know, uh, on the mind uh, part, you try to slow the uh, slow the mind as well in terms of the inner conversation that's happening. Uh, to pause there, so it's both. Uh, you know, of in in the terms of physical ease as well as uh, you know, focusing on what's happening within my mind. What am I feeling? Uh, why am I feeling so strongly about this? Uh, why am I getting stuck here? Am I getting stuck here? Uh, you know, can I can I view this uh, differently? Why why am I not able to accept what the other is saying? Uh, can I for a minute forget what my view is and just listen into what others are saying? Uh, so it's both at the physical and uh, mental level. And mm. and I I, I think uh, there is a sense of emotional awareness there uh, that you know the emotions running strong and uh, uh, so when I become aware of the emotions running, you know, high or strong, mm. uh, just the fact of recognizing those emotions helps to kind of balance it out, balance it, uh, you know, and when you balance it out, you're able to more move to a slightly more objective, uh, you know, state of mind or a neutral mm. state of mind rather. Uh, you know, try to move to a neutral. So there is a kind of a, a common meeting ground. You know, you're trying to put one hand forward to 
the other person kind of meet somewhere in between um, uh, being more neutral about the issue. Yeah, it's when you recognize the beauty of every moment, maybe like when you stop and say, wow, that's nice. That's, it's a good indicator of us being mindful, right, as well. Uh, I wanted maybe to know if you uh, could share with us a way to practice, right? So that, you know, we bring always a practice into our experiences, right? Uh, is there anything you would um, you know, share or guide us into it uh, so we can take it uh, from your experience what, what to do? Sure. Uh, are you suggesting a do a short practice or just share? As well, why not? We have always the, the space for it. Okay, okay. Uh, I think my um, favorite one or something that I do by default is, a, a, you know, probably quite common to others as well in terms of focusing on the breath, mm -hmm. focusing on the breath. And a lot of people, when you say focus on the breath, uh, you know, uh, sometimes they wonder where are they, you know, focusing on the breath? Is it in the head? Is it in the body? So uh, then I tend to, uh, you know, say to focus, you know, in the area just below the nostril mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, above, and above the upper lip. Um, so maybe we can go into this. We can just do a one minute, one or two minute practice. Okay. Let's take a moment to pause, seat ourselves comfortably wherever we are with our eyes gently closed, our back and neck erect, our hands placed comfortably on our lap or as you're comfortable. Let's take a deep breath. And as you take a deep breath, feel your breath going in and your breath coming out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Observe each breath as it goes in and as it comes out. We continue to focus on a breath at the entrance of our nostril as it goes in and as it comes out. We're just observing the breath as it is. If it is long, it is long. If it is short, it is short. We just observe the breath, the natural breath as it is without trying to alter it. If your mind at any point in time wanders away, as soon as you become aware that your mind has wandered, Bring your attention back to the breath and continue to focus on the breath.
you may now gently open your eyes when you're ready. Nice. Thank you. It is a good a uh, good question. Like, if I'm focusing on the breath, where where is the breath, or is it more the the sensations of breathing that we're focusing on, like you like you said around, around the lips or in the chest or in the belly or the throat? Can we actually focus on on the breath? I mean, maybe a question just to ponder. <laughs> Yes. Thank you. I think, yes, it's a good question to ponder, Patrick. And I think uh, each of us may find it uh, probably easier to focus on a certain area. So mm -hmm. I think each of us can customize, uh, you know, any of these practices what is coming to us naturally. Uh, and uh, that probably helps us. Yeah. I've heard yeah. of, uh, you know, people listening to the breath or counting the breath as well to throw in some, some thoughts. Yeah. Lots of choices. It's, it's actually, I think it's also a map, like a mind map we have, like, you know, you, 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 you think about your hand and you already map it as with the five fingers, but you really focus on the sensation is mm -hmm. not necessarily with five. It has maybe millions or, you know, there are many other little points. So you could have many mm -hmm. more fingers and things you feel, right? So it's, it, and probably the same is with the breath. We mentally think that we are here, uh, but focusing maybe on your breath only, you know, on the diaphragm or in the leg, you could potentially notice it also there if you train, right, in that, in that mm -hmm. way. And another thing that was coming to my mind is if it's someone who's starting out new and is finding it difficult to even focus on it in any particular part of the body, say dive mm -hmm. or, you know, under the nose, because they're just starting out, uh, because it takes time to, uh, you know, kind of mm -hmm. feel the sensations or whatever regions uh, subtly. Counting probably, uh, you know, may, may some people may find it uh, easier, uh, you know, because it's something that they are saying and trying to do. Uh, you know, and maybe if someone's uh, very religious, then a certain mantra, uh, you know, helps them kind of uh, go into a more calm state. Uh, so I think when, when someone is at the start of the journey, trying out new, um, uh, you know, some of these uh, could aid them to get into uh, uh, meditation uh, more easily or mm -hmm. rather mindfulness, even it could get mindfulness or meditation more easily. But as they progress in their journey, they can find more subtle methods, uh, mm -hmm. you know, to drop, uh, you know, counting or drop visualizing something or repeating a word and move to more subtle forms. And I think even for us, if you see like over a period of time, uh, it takes time to kind of move to subtler uh, levels. So for each one, the journey can be different. Uh, the mm -hmm. explore, exploration uh, would be uh, unique. Yeah. So enjoy your mindful journey because it's only your mindful journey. Right. Thank you.
Thank you, Lele. Thank you, Malini. Thank you, Lele. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you, Marini, for coming here in particular and sharing with us your story. And thank you, everyone, for listening and coming with us until now. I hope you learned something and you practice with us. Till next week, perhaps, with another episode of our Mindfulness Podcast. And uh, be mindful every moment if you can. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.